Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Some of your favorite Great Big Owl podcasts are coming to the London Podcast Festival, including The Musical Podcast, Rule of Three, John Holmes's The The One Show Show, Friends with Friends, The Fear, Trolled with Tracy Ann Oberman, and Brian and Roger. More info and tickets are available at kingsplace.co.uk. Get your tickets right now, or I don't know what I'll do. Kill you. (laughs) Tilly's done a Mullen Rice No, I haven't. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Hello and welcome to the The One Show Show, the podcast that creeps into The One Show's garden and moons it through the window. I am John Holmes and once again we're here to take The One Show bullet for you, jumping in the firing line of the green sofas and short VTs about the Cornish fishing industry. I do love mackerel. I do, to save you from having to watch it yourself. This week then, a TV doctor, and I'm directly quoting Emma Willis, does a surgery, an exciting (laughs) announcement... (laughs) (laughs) I missed that Did you? That's magic. Wait, wait, wait. Um, An exciting (laughs) announcement is anything but. And Matt deters burglars by smearing some shit on a beach. (laughs) Joining me to jack up a week's worth of the hard stuff this week are the The One Show 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 regular Mark Haynes and the writer, TV critic, broad and podcaster. She's been on here before. It's Julia Rayside. Hello, Julia Rayside. And your new podcast... Box of Delights. Yes. Briefly, and I mean briefly, oh, tell us what it's like. It's very small. What's that like? It's what, what, <laughs> Do it again and ask me what it's like properly. What is it like? Oh, God, that felt good. Um, it is uh, very short episodes, TV nostalgia, a different guest each uh, episode. And they, uh, a guest tells me about something they liked on TV from whenever. And then we talk about it, then we stop. 30 years from now, 
there could be a crossover podcast between this and the one show. <laughs> nice to have you back, though. Thank you. Yes, yeah, nice you've to got be a, back. you've got a sort of I'm going to say an easy ride. I mean, it's never an easy ride no. watching the one show, is it? But no. but because of the bank holiday uh, and because we were having to record this a day early for reasons, uh, we only have two episodes to discuss. It's a lovely short week. But, it feels like bringing your games in. Yeah, but what what a couple of episodes really? I'm oh, a bit gutted oh we didn't God. get to see tonight's episode because Orlando Bloom's on, and yeah. I cannot stand Orlando <laughs> Bloom. He is he's just, he's one of those guys who is absolutely the epitome of. If you've got a pretty face, then life is going to be pretty easy. Oh, you're bitter. You've got a pretty face, Mark. Why so bitter? (laughs) He has been given a lot of opportunities to act and (laughs) squandered every single one. Every single one. And do you know what? It doesn't matter because they keep giving him another go. I I used to work in a theatre. I've told you this. I've bored you with this before, (laughs) doing sound and lighting. But as part of that theatre, the the youth theatre that was attached to it. uh, Now, this was in in Canterbury, uh, in Um. Kent. And Orlando Bloom is from Canterbury, Kent, and he was in the youth theatre. So I remember him as a tiny child. Could he act then? No, he was shit. Uh. And he was, <laughs> At least he's consistent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was, he was like in some, I can't remember what it was, the, the Caucasian chalk circle, <laughs> something. Sounds about right. Yeah, that the youth theatre putting on. He was rubbish. <laughs> it was ever since there was those those paparazzi shots emerged of him naked on a surfboard. I just don't trust him. Oh, no. I've forgotten I that. Trust him. With little Orlando waving <laughs> what about. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Little Orlando, <laughs> you should be so lucky. I mean, Jesus Christ! I mean, if there's one person who nature has set up for life, it's Orlando Bloom. Man, why, why, why can't you get like everyone likes? Actors who are normal looking, yeah. and they sort of go. They are much better actors than the beautiful people. They're character actors, yeah. Yeah, a character yeah. actor. Character actors is a way of saying they're not the Orlando <laughs> Bloom actors. They're only. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Orlando Bloom gets too much work. So, <laughs> like, is he living the life you should have had? Is this what you're saying? Yes. Should we get him on this podcast? He'll take probably do it if we ask him nicely. I reckon. Really yeah. unconvincingly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, well, let's 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 crack on because we got. We, you're right. We can't really talk about Orlando Bloom. We haven't seen. But we can talk about Tuesday's episode Mm. at the beginning of the week. So this was Matt hosting with Emma Willis, which happens a lot of the time. And Matt got very... uh, Well, Emma was very excited at the top of this, wasn't she? She was excited throughout and maintained it to a level which I didn't quite believe. Oh, there it is! Oh, it makes my feet go! It makes me feel sick. <laughs> in a good way. Oh, I'll catch nice, more yeah, yeah, yeah. fancy footwork. <laughs> uh, bringing glamour and glitter back to Saturday nights. We've got an exclusive catch up with the latest celebrities hoping to waltz their way. Amazing! It's all amazing. It's so exciting. Matt, Matt felt sick when he heard the Strictly theme tune. There was a bit where he was like, oh, it makes me feel sick, but in a good way. And Emma and just she, went, yeah, she uh, cupped her hands. I'll cut my hands to catch your vomit. <laughs> and I was I thought, oh, strange. It's, it's of, an odd start. It was a little bit erotic, I started. I, I started counting when she said amazing, and then I just gave up because it <laughs> took too much of my time. The thing there. that she had was she had a brief run. Uh, on the one show, maybe about two months ago, yeah, and it was hugely well received by the one show listeners, uh, viewers, yeah. And I only know this because so many of them tweet us by accident. Oh, uh, oh. this week alone, um, <laughs> lots of retweets from Dom Littlewood, who's got the wrong <laughs> handle. Um, but uh, but the, the the people were just going, "Oh, she's such a breath of fresh air." And she's a really good presenter. She is. I think she'd obviously come in going. They love me here. That's sometimes yeah. bad. And she no. was on a high level of, mm. yeah, here yeah. I am back to yeah. rock this fucking joint. Yeah. It was quite an erotic episode, full stop, <laughs> I think. This, wasn't <laughs> the it? opening it was super yeah. fucking charged, <laughs> right? So you've got that bit where she's like, 
I, I'll hold my hands out to cup your vomit. Yeah. Which I was already which like... Which you found yeah. arousing. Well, Carry yeah. on. Do you know what? I was surprised. <laughs> it's all got a bit specialist video, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. I was yeah. surprised to go, oh, that's weirdly sexual. So I was going, where's that from? <laughs> you and no one else. It turned out I was right. <laughs> because the, the the next bit, right, they had the Pritchard brothers on. I didn't know who they were. Curtis oh, and AJ. On. One's on Strictly, the other one's taller than the one on Strictly. <laughs> never heard of them or seen them. No idea. Imagine if you had a celebrity who had a brother. And they took the brother everywhere, and by yeah. dint of that, were making them a celebrity. That's AJ and Kurt. Danny right, DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it was most odd. I don't believe they're related. No. Different and I dads. I tell you why. <laughs> you don't believe they're related because there is a strange, unspoken, simmering sexual tension between them. <laughs> Getting a bit hot in here now, isn't it? It's like friendly, brotherly banter. Yeah. Uh, was, I did get the absolutely whole... They were very handsy with each other. They very. really yeah. were touchy. They yeah. weren't like real brothers at all. <laughs> no, and in the opening bit, after Emma is like, I will cup your vomit in my hands. <laughs> yeah, uh, they they kept saying the word. They were just talking about what they had coming up, yeah. and they kept saying the word teased again and again and again. <laughs> they did, didn't they? Quite oh, exciting yeah. news for 2020, yeah, but um, yeah. we'll tease that for later. We'll save yeah. it. Good. You can give us a little move or two, can't you? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Oh, Bring yeah. it in. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's the little teaser there. The brothers go. I was thinking, when was the last? Smirking at each other. Yeah. When was the last time I heard anyone say the word tease or teased <laughs> on television? Yeah. Here, you got these two brothers who both look like futuristic, smooth robot sex dolls of non-sort of like specific gender, staring at each other, going tease, <laughs> tease. Yeah, but and then one of them, and this is the moment I learned there was something to do with dancing. One of yeah. them was asked to what? One of the Sexy brothers wanted his other sexy brother, who, who he wants sex with, to to do a bit of his uh, demonstration dancing, and then he appeared to Dance do some. Dance for me, so- Curtis. That's what he said. <laughs> did he? More or less. Oh my god. <laughs> this to- is so weird. And then he had to. He did. And then the big one, Curtis. Yeah. The big one uh, had a go at um, I don't know body popping. Contemporary reference, John. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. With his boombox. Yeah. And then, but then Emma Willis still vomit cupping. Yeah. And sexually charged, <laughs> did try to do it herself, and then said, "I must remember not to show my underwear." <laughs> she was wearing a very kind of Marks and Spencer's one show. And 7 there was no PM. chance of the underwear. Just being not shown. at all. But she sort of suggested it might happen yeah. in a way that suggested she was thinking about her underwear. Then they went uh, straight to a thing about love triangles <laughs> because they had people from Holby City on, and then nothing hotter than Holby City. They said <laughs> when it comes to love triangles, they don't get much hotter than Holby. <laughs> There are one or two things that are hotter than the other. And a bit later on, Emma Willis is going, oh, I just wonder which brother I'd rather be paired with. I'm just wondering which brother I'd be most suited to. You would be perfect with Curtis, honestly. As much as I would love to dance with you, I think his boring hold would just be... <laughs> what is going? What have they put brother, in the tea? And then the little brother pimped out the big brother. So well, you, you definitely like him. Yeah. It's like, hang on a second. What is going on here? Oh. It was like the. It's like, it ended up like a. Porn but it's odd for him to pimp him out, given that they're fucking. Those <laughs> I, I think they're just quite liberal that way. They they did like Curtis kept putting his hand on his brother's knee. Yeah. Which uh, I just I I I don't know it's anyone weird. who does that. No. No, no, no. I, I found it really. He's, so he's the love really brother, isn't exciting. He? <laughs> Mark is sitting, crossing his legs and uncrossing them repeatedly. I, 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 I didn't know which one I fancied the most. Not the big, just out the of the brothers, but out of by that point, Matt and Emma, and then yeah. the Holby City actors. Yeah. Well, Matt as well in, into the first film. So they talked a bit. Uh, they, you know, talked to these these 
mad sex brothers for a bit, and then they <laughs> then they went to the. the, the, the <laughs> like the way brothers. we've gone from not knowing who they are to three minutes later, they're just the mad sex brothers. To me, they'll always be the mad sex brothers, which uh, makes what they announce later all the more exciting, <laughs> doesn't, it? doesn't it? Though, oh, well, we'll uh, like them, we'll come on to that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Debbie McGee, the lovely Debbie McGee, yeah. was on because the, the whole they were dan- they're dancers. There's a film about Strictly. The, it's back, so there's a launch thing. Yeah. But then Matt said into the film. Yep. You wrote this down too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, do it in, you can do the voice. Well, and be warned, there are some scenes of flashing. And as you'd expect, there are some scenes of flashing. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa! <laughs> Whoever has put the scripts together is just like, oh, you know, I'm, well, I mean, I'm very good at paperwork. I'm very good at actually writing the thing. One thing you should know about me, I'm a sex maniac. Right? <laughs> I think about it literally all the time. All the time. And anything I do will be suffused in my fascination for the physical act of lovemaking. <laughs> Okay, you've got the job. Well, you know, fantastic. Maybe whoever that was was on was it Emma's earpiece when he was saying, "Say something about your underwear." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, bring it up I, a bit. I, I hope you don't show your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you don't show my underwear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell everyone you're a pig. (laughs) What? And then he gets a family show. Continued into the film. Because one of the first lines in it was Debbie McGee saying, I'm going to find out uh, what secret moves they've got hidden up their sleeves or dresses. Now we've got upskirting. What's going on? Tonight at the launch show, I'm going to find out what secret moves they've got hidden up their sleeves or up their dresses. It was the sexiest episode of any TV show I've ever seen in well, my life. Well, now I think it is. I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah. Oh, uh, honestly, <laughs> download a copy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was it was a strange. Having to flick from watching this episode of the One Show when your partner comes in to Pornhub. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm just watching Pornhub. That's all. <laughs> I think the word flick was ill-advised there as well. <laughs> oh, oh, but the the Strictly film. I mean, I'm not interested in Strictly you know I don't that's why I don't know who those dancers are I've never watched it I never will I know it's a big BBC thing here's a question so uh, when they first announced when it was coming back Mm. Chris Evans went on to the one show he did. And announced that he was going to be on Strictly. They made a massive, what? massive big deal he of it. He said on, on his Radio 2 show as yeah, well, he, yeah. he, he said, but they've approached me and I've, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I'm not going to drag this out. Yes, I'm going to do it. Ooh. Yeah, This is before he left BBC 2, right? Just as he was Radio leaving, 2, leaving Radio 2 to go to Virgin. So he went, he went on to the one show to talk about Strictly and the fact that he'd said yes and plug the Virgin mm. thing and all the rest of it, while he was still on Radio 2, which we thought at the time was weird because he Very was leaving weird. the BBC. But there he was. And he, he, they went on and on about him saying yes, finally, to Strictly. He'd had lunch with the controller of Thing, and they yep. said yeah, and they'd done a deal, and he was going to be on Strictly. They announced the lineup. no Chris Evans. What's the story there? Ooh, I want to know. Uh, it must be because of the move. It must be. Yeah. I, well, imagine, I don't know. They were, they were shenanigans, undoubtedly. Mm. I mean, the sad thing is that, that, that they do say this every year, and it, they always say, "Oh, this is the is this the worst lineup of Strictly ever?" That's a real tabloid yeah. trope now. Mm. Yeah. And w- the good thing about Strictly is. It, Everybody says that. Even people who love it, like my, my mother-in-law, will say, but I don't know who any of them are. Yeah. And within eight months, eight months, eight weeks, she's followed, it you know, doesn't matter, you whoever it is. It doesn't matter, because you their journeys. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know them as, as well as you do anyone. Yeah. This one, even though I like to think I'm a little bit across, you know, popular culture, oh God, yeah, I read too. the tabloids yeah. and stuff, 
uh, there is uh, the guy I recognised. I only recognised one person that they showed on that, and he's one of the blokes off BBC Breakfast right. that you wouldn't know the name. Right, of. and we need to address this. Mike Bushell, his name is. Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness! The lights, the crowd, the music's pumping. The pros are here. The judges are here as well. You came out. I tell you, you gave it your all. I thought he's going to do so well. <laughs> well, I have to make up for a lack of technical ability with energy and enthusiasm. He's done it every year, hasn't he? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly that. He just that guy, that face, that body, that job. Yep. He's definitely done it every <laughs> year. It does make you realise you know guy. the faces of all the newsreaders. Yeah. And if you put one up at a pub quiz, yeah. that is going to be a zero scoring round. Definitely. You just don't know who they are. Yeah. Mike Bushell. Does that mean anything to you? No. And Come on, you, Mike you've Bushell. you've seen that film. <laughs> yeah, it didn't even go in. No. Quite a small face, quite a big no. head. So that's sort of weird juxtaposition. There was an odd, because I don't know anything about Strictly, there was an odd thing that I, I, I in retrospect, was probably a joke where Debbie McGee, who was a former yeah. contestant, was hosting yeah. this. That was the link. And... Then she was. They cut to her talking to a dancer. It was no, it wasn't it. David James, the goalkeeper. Is this the bit you're talking about? No, it's not. No, we'll that come came to that later. Next. Yes, because when she, she was, was with her, 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 I think it's Giovanni or it's it's an it's Mantovani as well. Her like dance partner. Yes, of course. Sorry, right. Yeah. Right. Well, anyway, she was talking to a man, mm. and he said something like, "Oh, who are you?" Yeah, right. Which they I genuinely not to know. Yeah, but I genuinely <laughs> thought he doesn't know who she is. Well, this is weird thing to keep in because I didn't know it was an in joke because I don't. Oh. Well, but she didn't. She didn't react to it either and sort of go, "Oh, Giovanni, have you forgotten me so no. soon?" Yeah. No. She just sort of went, "My name's Debbie McGee." Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Giovanni Paniche. Nice to meet you. Hello. You are. Uh, my name's uh, Debbie McGee. That's that? I wrote. I wrote. Was that a joke? I don't understand. <laughs> but then she sexually accosted David James, the former goalkeeper, uh-huh. because obviously she she's very. Yeah. T- tiny and he's very tall and there's like a two shot of them together clearly he's like a hunk of beef mm-hmm. uh, she's finding that nice and then she kind of shoves her leg between his legs oh you didn't realize i was so tall and i you know i have to get my leg in like that for an argentine tango and okay. you know, a flick yeah and then you have to do that to me and i don't think it would work oh, uh, yes. without definitely no consent gained before she did this he was like i'm very confused yeah and, and then she's the... like oh you know this is like the tango you know like the argentine tango and he's like <laughs> <laughs> she said, oh, I don't think you could do it back to me, though, did, could you? It's like, what, because he'd kick you in the fanny? <laughs> because and, of the height and behind the scenes, there's someone going, put your leg between, <laughs> put your leg in there. Go on, Debbie, go it on, very go on. If a man had done that to a woman, like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You, Not you, cool, Debbie. You used to fuck Paul Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> did, he, did his cock disappear inside you, Debbie? <laughs> Not uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Take the rest of the show off. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, they, they then had that second bit where they had uh, them dancing, but for some reason they'd gone. Uh, we, there's no point in us having the, the actual tune they're dancing to. Let's put some music over the top of it that's entirely irrelevant. <laughs> and they made the choice of Billie Eilish. And Billie Eilish is like, you remember Lana Del Rey? Yes. Billie Eilish is like if Lana Del Rey had died in the 50s in a car crash <laughs> and had come back last year as a sort of zombie. And it's all sort of like skeletal, jerky music. And so when they'd laid it over, everybody dancing, it was like something out of a nightmare. <laughs> With all these celebrities moving arrhythmically like to mannequins this. mannequins come to life. <laughs> it was horrific. Oh, it's disco at the cemetery. Oh, what a wonderful day out. You heard a Great Big Owl? Yes, they make this podcast. Yeah, but not just this podcast. You're shitting me. Name some others. Well, there's Trolled. We had Luciana Berger and Gary Lineker coming on. Oh, yeah, and there's Crime Club. Did you get done for that? Yeah. 
There's the fear. It's a kids' show. They really, really scared me. There's always there. Thanks very much, because I would never have gone oh. down Howard's way oh. had you not asked me. There's friends with friends. Shoving a funnel in Joey's mouth and Rachel pours fat yeah. down. And there's ask the nincompoops. Kids ask us the questions they want answered. That's for kids we shouldn't have sworn earlier. Bollocks. Quick, play the sting. Great big owl. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And then we had to go, there was another sex bit after that. So yeah. we go back to the studio where the stars of Holby, as yep. we talked about. Rosie okay. Marcel and Luke Roberts. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on. Now, again, I don't watch Holby, but no. I gather, they explained it fairly well. They've been, one of them's been in it for years. Mm. Uh, one of them left and they've come back for a special that's happening or something with Patsy Kensit, who was too ill to appear on the one show. Yeah. And then Rosie said that's because she'd killed her. Yeah. <laughs> which was interesting. <laughs> Patsy's back as Faye as well in the episode as well. And yeah. she's Very meant to be much. here tonight, isn't she? But. Unfortunately, she's not very well. No, I killed her. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't survive. I killed her. Yeah, that's why she's not here. Rosie was full of surprises, wasn't she? (laughs) There was a bit where she was talking about their characters, the two of them, and she began doing a list, but they had that thing of of what actors sometimes do. She's been doing it for 14 years, this role. I haven't had a job that's lasted longer than about six months in my my life. 14 years. And so she was sitting next to uh, her co-star, and she was saying, yes, well, you know, you were in love with me for three years. Um, You Then uh, I showed your dad. I showed your dad. She said, and uh, um, you beat me up. And there was a laughter. But he obviously was at that point of going... I don't think I can laugh at that. I don't think I can sit here and go, oh. Oh, yes, I did, didn't I? Yeah, Gave yeah. you a good <laughs> yeah. smack around the chops. It was <laughs> really He awkward. had to pull a face that he wasn't prepared for. And he's like, how do I go, ah, ha, ha, very funny, but obviously it's a very serious matter. Yeah. And then we sort of kind of started this relationship and then I slept with your dad. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> and then... Things happen. Yeah, and then Faye comes along and then I realise I'm still in love with him. But then you married Faye and had a baby with Faye. 
Uh, and then at one point you beat me up, I think. Well, he looked like he was shitting himself. It was mm. fucking terrible. Yeah, he didn't Poor like it at lad. All. And Matt, I was surprised Matt sort of let the domestic violence chat, the light chat, go <laughs> without sort of um, mo- moving it on as he does mm. often in these occasions. They it, had a it, funny relationship, those two actors. Yeah. Because it's un- like you have the Pritchard brothers, where brothers aren't supposed to be touching each other on television. It's <laughs> um, a basic rule. Um, <laughs> this, this couple were so, uh, and they aren't a couple in real life, they were so, like, they never looked at each other or they just looked forward. And the only sort of time I've seen that thing where two people are trying to be really normal is like when there's two people in your office who uh, have been having it off and they don't think anyone knows. <laughs> and they're sitting there, the two of them, just going, this is how normal people are. This is how normal people without a secret would act. And there was <laughs> so little interaction between them that yeah. I was like, I think what's it was going more, on here? Like, he's like, I've done I've done three days on Game of Thrones, which he talked about for fucking ages. Like, yeah. mate, it was three days. Like, yeah. get over it. Yeah. But there was a very strong sense of, um, that is that unspoken thing with actors who've been in a soap for a long time. Where it's like, you know, especially the worst thing is you've been in a soap 14 years, then you leave, then you fucking come back again and play the same character because yeah. you're career just flatlined after that she was she was very self-conscious about the fact she'd been there for so long and then Matt Baker just goes you're still there aren't you Rosie oh. and it, she was just like thanks yeah. there were a lot of um, faces that I remembered from before I'd been away for nine years and they came back and of course Rosie was there to Rosie's still there hold my hand and yeah right I know I know and, yeah. then, and there was there was another bit as well where they had to make it sound like when, when they talked about Game of Thrones which by the way we got a couple of what was it likes into this yeah. as well oh, which yeah. was very very good I think Matt said, didn't he, you've, you've had, you had time out. What's that been like for you? Yeah. Um, so what was it like then to wander straight back onto set for you? And he yeah. talked about Game of Thrones. And Emma Willis says, uh, what was it like being in a world-renowned yeah. series like that? Yeah. What was it like being inside something like that? And then you had to quickly <laughs> Compared go... Compared to Holby. Yeah, well, she did. She had to quickly go, I know Holby's massive as well. I mean, I know Holby is, is massive, but a oh, world-renowned yeah. series. Just because <laughs> the other one was sitting there going, I've only had this job. But she's an actor that's that, been in work for that, that long, so <laughs> yeah, it's kind yeah. of fun. But that is also the funny thing is that you go, I mustn't up- offend them, so I must make it clear that I believe Game of Thrones and Holby City are on a similar world. <laughs> Yeah. Level. yeah, 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 which they totally are, completely, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, a, it was strange, but there was a good bit into the Holby clip that they showed. Mm-hmm. Again, everyone's still being very sexy, uh, and it got a little bit of a... Le- it was one of those technical things where they be- they started the VT, but the mics were still live in the studio, so you sort of start heard the beginning of the actors and Matt cracking up, <laughs> um, because they were talking... This was just after the, you slept with my dad, you beat yeah. me up, ha-ha-ha stuff... Um, and I think, was it Matt that said it? I can't remember. It was Matt, remember. One of them just, just said, well, Jack, this guy's character, Jack's still on the job. Uh, we have a clip from the new episode, which goes out next Tuesday. So Faye's now patient, mm-hmm. Joseph is her husband, yes. mm-hmm. and Jack's still on the job. That's my job. <laughs> and then it just, it just cut, there was just some giggling. Which right. I thought, yeah, everyone's in a sexy mood because the Pritchard <laughs> brothers are still touching themselves. <laughs> just out of shot. It is amazing. Maybe the Pritchard brothers are just so sexual that it's just crackling around the room and infecting skip, everyone else. We skipped their announcement. That came straight out of the, the district. Well, I mean, I sort, of, I sort of wish they'd skip the announcement. <laughs> I know, they, I one know. of their teases, their because te- they were teasing, 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 teasing oh. um, was, was that they were going to make this massive announcement. So, yeah. I, was, I mean, even though I didn't know who they were, I thought, well, it's got to be big, given, Huge. That, given that you've put, dedicated time. all this time yeah. to it. Um, 
who wants to take this? I mean, what an announcement. I well, mean, the build-up to it was kind of weird. Again, the, the, the whispery shagger man was clearly in Matt's ear because he was basically asking AJ when they were saying, oh, who's your partner going to be? And is he going to be a tall person or a short person or whatever? And he just, he, or ever the farmer, he just said, uh, must be like a cattle market. You know, just... <laughs> but for you yesterday, it must have been a little bit like going to sort of like a cattle mart where you're looking, <laughs> you've got your eyes in there and you know what you, what you want. Yeah, I do. You've got Very to put much your so. bid in. Yeah. So what you, who are you going for? I go. Too tall, too tall. Do Don't Looking at the women, deciding which fetlocks you fancy. Um, yeah, that was highly inappropriate. And the, um, but yeah. yeah, the build-up to the announcement was um, a tortuously slow. Then they, they cut away to... Um, Oh, no, that's what they talked to Curtis, who basically... <laughs> everyone's just, like, admitting their disappointments in their careers <laughs> this week. Um, Curtis, the Love Island reject, who's the big brother, the tall one, had done two series of Irish Strictly, mm. uh, both of which he was out in the first week, and they were just kind of like, and tell us, what week did you leave? He's like, the, the first one. And then the second series, the, the first week. Yeah, I was out <laughs> in the first week. So, so they kind of, like, squashed him a bit. And then... Uh, then AJ started going on about how he was the boss of the company. Oh, and my God, that was really brother was working oh, for yeah, him. They got quite into Strange, that, yeah. sexy power not, game. It's, 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 it's sex and power. It's not just sex with those two. No. I own the company, so I'm your boss. So uh, you're doing whatever I tell you. There is something funny about the fact that if it isn't bad enough that two brothers are possibly sleeping together. Although how that works with the height difference. Also, there's a, a boss sleeping with an employee. And that's just, I mean, you know. Hashtag him too. Yeah. But, but yeah, the announcement was simply that, that he's going on tour, AJ, dancing, and his brother's going with him. Yeah. He's going to be on stage with his and, brother. And that, that was it. Yeah. And, I, and I genuinely thought he was going to say, I had two days to live or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were building up to. I mean, that but tour no. is very sensible my in brother, a way. My brother's fucked me to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very sensible thing to do because, of course, they'll only have to book one hotel room. <laughs> so, oh. I mean, the overheads are very small. <laughs> AJ can just sleep in one of the drawers. It's fine. <laughs> I will not have this heightism. I'm so sorry. I'm so I will not sorry. have this. <laughs> Julia, this isn't the sort of podcast where you come on and start making mean jokes about two brothers. <laughs> what a really tall one and a really short one. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Can we talk about the, now uh, the film that they... Uh, was? It, I think, I assume it was sort of off the shelf, mm. but related to the Holby. It, this is the Blood Bikers. Blood Bikers deliver blood, samples, premature baby, breast milk... And they do it for free. And it was at that point I need to do something. I didn't know what I wanted to do or how I would help. Yeah. Oh, it was sweet. It I can't. Was, yeah. I can't find this anything but lovely. Well, it wasn't. It was love. I mean, it started off, didn't it, where uh, a woman, Colette, I think her name was. Yep. Um, and and was it a brother? Yeah, or a, her brother. brother. Yeah. yeah. Had died suddenly. Like one of those yeah. um, felt a bit ill, went to bed, didn't wake up, heart. And they both had very away. French names, although they plainly weren't French. I, was, <laughs> was he also called Marcel? <laughs> yes, he was. So yeah. you had the actress yeah. Rosie Marcel on, and then there was this guy Marcel. Did they just type in Rosie Marcel to oh, see if there was maybe. any film? And it's like, he's called Marcel. Off the shelf. Yeah, yeah. Get it. might have done. Yeah, and, medical uh, connection. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Oh, One show just, magic. Oh, I'm quite aroused by dead people. Can put that film in my episode? This is a family show, John. Basically, it was Death of a Blood Biker. Was yeah. the was yeah. the, I think the, the one of the titles that they mentioned at one point. I, was like, I that, think that, that was the subtitle of one of the Die Hard. Films. <laughs> it, it, it does. It sounds like a great Hammer horror. <laughs> you know. It's uh, but yeah, these are the guys who who uh, her brother who had who had died unexpectedly 
had been a, a biker who was one of those guys who would deliver blood, uh, plasma. Like in his spare time. Yeah, yeah. And, and, like breast and breast milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they work for the NHS and they're all volunteers. Yeah. You know, which is really remarkable. Funny. It was really sweet. Or at one point, and they had a few um, of these blood bikers in the studio just sort of, you know, representing with name badges. And there was one, was it called Hugh, who just kept on opening his mouth to speak, but then they didn't ask him a question. He was like, no, no, fair, the silent pantomime going on in Hugh's face there was, was delightful. There was a bit that, that was would have been weird had you just switched on the one show at this point. <laughs> okay, because without context it was a very weird sentence where they were talking to these blood bikers and one of them said and i've been out sunday collecting breast milk and this morning collecting breast milk <laughs> this old big old bearded man <laughs> he's retired <laughs> you just go uh, the weirdest bit how did you do that yeah. how did you collect it <laughs> this what is did my, you collect this it is in? my milking store <laughs> <laughs> there was one guy, and they sort of went to him first, and they said, "So tell us a bit more about it." And he uh, he said he was he was an ex army guy who was a biker, and then he'd sort of got into this and he'd volunteered for it. And he started off by saying, "I'm a retired man now," and I, I'm a retired man now. I really like that phrase. But he said, um, "He said, yeah, I'm a retired man now. You know, did the old magistrates Freemasons thing, and now I'm taking blood." <laughs> 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 the, the, the usual. Did the did the magistrates three? Freemason, become a blood runner. Simple thing. I, you know, I used to, I used to obviously deliver bags of blood to the Freemasons for their for their ceremonies. And, uh, why not? Why not adapt that into helping ordinary people rather than trying to summon Baal? But at one point, the giveaway was Mark. At one point, he, was, uh, he referred to himself as a blood runner, not a blood biker, which I thought sounded way more sinister. A blood drainer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Vampire. I bet, I bet none of his deliveries, because they have to pick up from one hospital and take it to another, I bet none of them made it to that hospital. <laughs> Maybe is, half of them. This is the third ball. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you seem to be much more powerful than when you left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Matt, but Matt loved this film, didn't he? He was, mm. he was really impressed. And he, he genuinely said, thank you. Thank yeah. you for keeping us alive. To keep us alive and to keep us healthy. Oh. Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Amazing. And there was a lot of that lovely juxtaposition of like actors who have a stupid job and people like who volunteer to take blood around the country. Yeah. Uh, just going, oh my God, I'm like a, such a huge fan of the NHS. Like you've saved my life. You probably brought the blood to me when I was in Lima. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the NHS. Yeah. A massive, massive fan of you guys as well. You know, you might have delivered the blood that saved me the night I, you know, gave birth to my baby. So, you know, that's amazing. God, They're yeah. so kind of unable to pass their careers yeah. with like <laughs> what these actually good people are it, doing. But hats brilliant. off to the link between the two worlds that they then brought yeah. in. This was pretty this, good. This old woman. Yep. This was great. So they had someone in the studio who had genuinely helped save someone's life with no medical training apart from watching Holby City. <laughs> yeah. which, that was amazing. Which is, yeah, fact, so she worked in a cafe in Huntingdon, I think. Yep. And Near the bus station. <laughs> yes, if you want specifics, <laughs> we got them. I like the fact they must have said to her, you can't say the name of the cafe because no, 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 no. it's the BBC. Yeah. And so she's like, well, it's, you know, a little cafe in Huntingdon near the bus station. Yeah. Uh, it's next to the key cutters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big yellow cup on yeah. the front. Dead, you know. dead bloke outside. <laughs> <laughs> Making the best of it. But her name was Debbie Harwood, and she had saved someone's life using skills she'd learned. <laughs> That's all right. Do you, do you want me to save your life? Yes, yeah, say it again. Say it again. <laughs> I once saw the Christmas episode of Casualty. I've got oh, this. No. John, I've heard you use that line so many times. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so I can kiss you on the mouth. Get away from me. <laughs>
<laughs> Let me touch you. No! Have you got the producer of the Tuesday One show in your ear today? He like he needs it. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but this, is, this woman said so she'd done CPR to an old man. Yeah. Because she'd seen Holby. I mean, basically, <laughs> you're working in the cafe that you've got in the bus station at, in Huntington. Yeah. So what, what, what happened next? A guy came in and he said, there's a gentleman laying on the floor there. We think he's passed out. We don't know. So I went out and I looked at him and I said, can we get him on the bench? And they put him on the bench and I looked at him and he was grey. Mm -hmm. He had no pulse. He obviously wasn't breathing. So I just started doing CPR and four times I actually revived him and brought him round. And, that, and, and it was all due to Holby So, so you were able yeah. to do that purely by watching Holby? Yeah. You've not had any other no. form of training for CPR? No. no. That's who, incredible. Who, who were you channeling? Was it? Was... I love Holby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking. On one hand, this is a great story, but that's fucking dangerous, isn't it? It is. That's a terrible thing to do. Yeah. No medical training, so she's just seen it on the telly. And I know they're trying to be accurate, but mm. I wouldn't necessarily want that in a real life. She would. Well, you'd did rather she... die. <laughs> yeah. Did she say she she'd like saved his life four times? That he. No, no, of... no. She she did four resuscitations, and then he Got started you. breathing again. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Got yeah. You. yeah. And do you know who that man was that she saved? It was Peter Sutcliffe on Dave <laughs> Yeah, not such a heartwarming story now, is it? Mention the end of that. <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of uh, uh, we weapons to injure people with, um, <laughs> this was when Emma Willis was then talking to the, off the back of that, yeah. talking to those Holby actors. Rosie Marcel. Thank you. And, and Luke Thingamibob. Luke Roberts. Yeah. And was asking them if they have picked up tips from their oh, that's right. training as pretend doctors and nurses. <laughs> uh, and this is when she... So she mimed cutting up some meat with a knife and fork. Well, she literally did, as though she was going to have some dinner. Uh, and said, do you pick things up? Um, like, can, <laughs> And then she said, can you actually do a surgery? It's incredible that viewers watching can pick things up watching you act in your drama. Yeah. What, do, you, do you pick things up as well? I'm like this. Like, you can actually do <laughs> a surgery. surgery. But good. do you yeah. feel... <laughs> Don't, so. Not with a knife and fork. I like the idea that Emma Willis might not use a knife and fork, and so that might seem like something very technical. <laughs> but she only eats with her hands or by putting a bowl up like a cat. <laughs> she just stinks people sick out of her hands. <laughs> she survived. <sighs> but then, then, oh, this episode was so good. Then Matt had to explain handbagging. Yes. Which, which again, oh, I love handbagging. <laughs> it's not the same as teabagging. <laughs> it is in my house. <laughs> yeah, she got attacked by a woman on St Albans High Street. Oh, she did, said. Yeah. yeah. Who, who harassed her, or harangued her for... Um, being, her character's being mean to the other guy's character and she thought it was real. Yeah. Uh, well, if you talk about yourself in the first person like you are your character, maybe you're going to get hit on this <laughs> yes. by old women. It's entirely your fault. That, what, that was a sort of famous thing that happened to, I was about to say Delbert Wilkins. <laughs> I don't mean him. I mean... <laughs> The bloke who uh, sexually assaulted Kathy in EastEnders. Oh, the um, rapist. Wilmot, Wilmot Brown. Brown. Wilmot Brown. Yeah, yeah. And the actor who played Wilmot Brown, he had years of wherever he'd go, some bloke would come over and essentially yeah, try yeah. and thump him 
That's the power of TV. It happened to um, Larry Hagman, actually. I interviewed him just before he died, and he and he regularly got old women coming up with their handbags it's and whacking him one. When did people believe that television was real? And it's funny that it yeah, lives on in Holby. People, because, again, this is old people watching telly. Yeah. Old people have no idea that what is on television <laughs> isn't actually All happening. All old people are confused by Matt, television. Fact. Matt Baker is just a character. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not real. Oh, dear, no. But, yeah, but there was a mention of so this old woman came up to her and delivered a hand bagging mm. um, but then there was an, uh, an intimation that was a brick in the back I mean you are incredibly convincing in what you do um, I mean the, the lady in St Albans was certainly taken uh, by what you do uh, in the relationship that you have the lady um, with the brick with in her just, handbag yeah yes that was mentioned about yeah, three she, times she said that yeah, yeah, yeah but then that's that, that part of the story was slowly phased out that as it went on that's premeditation which I just don't well, it does doesn't it yeah. <laughs> I've been following you well, around it, uh, premeditation <laughs> or I don't know dementia because you're carrying a brick around in a yeah. bag and it's or your best self, friend and that's fine self-defence could be something so, yeah. There's fun. the slight nightmare there of you go on a show like The One Show and they go, so have you got any good stories? Oh, and you... yeah, put your anecdotes down on your CV. Yeah, yeah. and she's yeah. like, well, there was one time I was hit with a woman and, uh, you know, a handbag <laughs> in, in a St Albans High Street and it, oh, it felt like a brick was inside. And you know mm. the researcher has just written, yeah. she got attacked with a brick. <laughs> and so when they go into it, go, you got bricked, didn't you? You know, and you go, ah, bollocks. It's, it's spicy, just say round. you got bricked, please. <laughs> but there was a, the, 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 then there was a brief um, off-script conversation about whether handbagging was a genuine term or not yeah so emma willis was was is that a genuine thing you got handbagged didn't you i did is that a genuine term you got handbagged i'm not sure maybe okay. we just coined it we, tonight yes, on it should the one be in the dictionary what? next year hopefully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what happened do you not know what being it handbagged was... is <laughs> but it's not been you know, not really been a term since they took the wrestling off itv <laughs> in, in 89 or whatever it was the, the blackest but... day in your young life Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, the one thing I, I i don't see as many handbags anymore people don't really have as many handbags i just don't see them no there's only a small cross bodies like a big thing now rucksack speaking as a fashion expert um, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're really not they're not the done thing now, it, it's they? a sad thing that there's that no longer old lady that, one with a clasp that great yeah. british tradition of swinging a handbag at someone <laughs> great shame you, yeah, get, you get more bricks in a rucksack anyway. true yeah, yeah, yeah. harder to swing though yeah we just but... do stabbings nowadays it's, <laughs> it's just let's cut to the point so that was um that was, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of Tuesday. Tuesday's show, I think, was my favourite show I've seen all year. Yeah, uh, me too. Only I mean, because you it. were getting off on it while you were watching. Oh, it was disgusting. Oh, 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 excuse me. <laughs> I, I have eyes, and the Pritchard brothers were there, <laughs> like like teasing each other. <laughs> uh, grow up. <laughs> Wednesdays, then. This was the um, well, again, another. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. In the sense that it was utter shit. Yeah, mm. it, but it was full of stuff that made me laugh. Yeah. And, oh. and clap and not feel bad the op- the because opening, I was watching the one show. The opening frightened yeah. me. I just wrote yeah. down immediate and aggressive river dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it was like suddenly in my face and oh. I felt assaulted by but, it. But again, Matt was so excited. He, yeah, he, was he was screamed. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> he screamed. Yes. Oh, yes. That was so good. That was amazing, literally Ooh. front row seats as well. And we'll have much more of that later. Simply cannot wait. The <laughs> only thing I can compare that to is when I was at school, there was a junior school player, the Pied Piper, which I directed <laughs> because I wanted to hang out with the girls who were also working on it. <laughs> okay. And there, I was 29. And <laughs> the, go, on, go on, girls, blow my whistle. There blow, was, blow my whistle. Oh, Pied boys, Piper. Boys. <laughs> there was a guy in the audience who was an Israeli soldier. And he, he seemed impossibly old. He must have been about 19. And 
he well, he was very suspicious of what he was about to see. Yeah. And he was like, I have never seen um, acting before, never been to theatre. What, what, what happened? And I said, well, you tell a story and it's all, you know, this, that, the other. So a load of kids come out and they're all dressed as mice, <laughs> pretending to be drowned in a German river, you know, in the Pied Piper of Hamelin. And I looked out from the back and I could see tears rolling down this guy's face oh my God. he had never seen anything so magical in his life right <laughs> this hardcore israeli mossad agent just crying like almost with his hands like oh. up on his cheeks watching a load of 11 year old kids singing very flatly modern <laughs> musical theater not michael flatly <laughs> dressed as mice and it was exactly the oh, same as Matt's reaction okay. to the river dancing of going holy fuck I've never seen anything like that before have you seen literally nothing else right? I've seen a farm and some cows and but, but the three people was moving <laughs> and I could hear a strange sound of jingling jangling you know, this is, it's, I went a bit Jimmy Sapple then <laughs> matter of fucking time John <laughs> <laughs> and there we draw a veil over the proceedings of part one your ears will ring with the sound of part Part two tomorrow. But please do take a moment to rate and review on iTunes as we can't seem to get featured in anyone's recommended podcast lists for the simple reason that no one recommends us. So it'd be nice to know that you like us, dearest listener. Uh, and don't forget, this coming Friday, the 6th of September, we'll be recording this live on stage as part of the London Podcast Festival with special guest Fee Glover. Come and watch us demonstrate how good the One Show team actually are doing a live show in front of five million people every night as we bodge it on stage for one night in front of a confused audience. <laughs> Let me just add, there are, at time of recording, four tickets four left. Four tickets left yeah. out of ten. And I also realise that we're going up against the One Show, which means that Matt Baker cannot come there to ruin it. <laughs> he does have nights off. Oh, fuck. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> Great Big Owl. What? Great Big Owl. Stop saying that. What about Great Big Owl? It's a family of podcasts. Ooh. Who's in this family? Well, there's Rule of Three. That's us. <laughs> there's Brian and Roger. Hi, Roger. It's Brian. There's the The One Show Show. There's oh, nowhere else nice. you would find a, a four or five minute film about Pine Martins. Yes. Without a sight of one Pine Martin at all in the film. There's Barry and Angelos. Oh, uh, gooch, gooch, chooch. Yeah. Remember that lovely one. And there's Smirchpod. Could you eat first? I think we know. <sighs> well, I know. I don't know if I'd want to eat Lazenby. Basically, look for Great Big Owl on your pod, what's it? Good idea. Have we got a sting? Owls don't sting. Great Big Owl. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.